The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back. I am so delighted to do this episode today because I'll be talking about the people who are making me wake up happy every single day. Those who live the life of their dreams, those who believe and those who make a difference. My type of clients, my clients and the reason I so love my business. The other day I was talking with a friend of mine who uh, catched me out uh, just after a client call. And she was, oh my God, you are so full of energy and happy. What happened? And I said, well, I just end the client call. And then realized this is what I feel at the end of any of my calls. I'm lucky enough not only to absolutely love what I do and to love my clients and their businesses and so forth. I also find a deep sense of purpose. I know why I'm here for. And seeing people around me doing well doing better, being fulfilled, being successful, reaching their dream life. Well, there's nothing that makes me happier. So when when you do a business or a job that not only makes you happy or you love doing, but also gives you a sense of purpose, you probably hit the jackpot, as I say. And by the way, that may or not be linked to the amount of money you are making. Sure, in business, that is a measure of success. And most people that are in businesses where they feel not only a joy of doing, also a sense of purpose, are the one making quite a lot of money as well. Yet, that is not what they are or what they were looking for. That is only the consequence of the way they show up in the world every single day and they do what they are here to do. I made fun with the statistic in my two previous episodes, so allow me to explain a little bit more before I move forward to my last example. To make it short, so uh, two episodes ago, I talked about the 90% of the population and one episode ago, I talked about the 10%. Okay, so you see, most people in life are in between a victim mentality and the blaming mentality. It's not working because my parents, my spouse, the government, the market, the clients, name it. There will be at least someone to blame. They will be somehow a victim of those conditions and they will look for excuses. They will use those sometimes real situations and facts as justification for their current situation. And they will expect life to change without them changing much about themselves and they will be down and bitter and angry. It is not happening the way or the way they want. Now, even when those people, like most people, are nice and kind and what we may call generally good people, that victim and or that blaming mentality will stuck them in a position not only they don't like 
also that is not pushing them to do what it takes to change themselves and to change their condition and their situation, to take responsibility for their life. Because, well, that looks hard. And I've been trying this and that and it's not working. So let me just complain about it and blame the others because they don't see my real talent. Those are the so-called the 90% and probably you appreciate by now is just a way of speaking about an overwhelming majority of people. And, and maybe you may do your own statistic by just simply assessing the people around you. Watch watch and see how many of those are in that mindset and they are not taking responsibility for their life and they don't feel happy and fulfilled not to the extent they believe they deserve now the next case in the last uh, previous episode basically it's about the 10 percent or a minority of the people who are making it and that was when i'm referring to 10 percent is the 10 percent of the global population right those 10% are people who are making it, who are moving that extra smile, who takes feedback in order to improve and who work with people who know better. Um, they are asking for advice. They, they, they go and find solutions where they are already existing on different areas of their life and business. And they have a desire not only to serve, but also to succeed. Now, within this category, as I say, 90% of them, so maybe 9 out of 10, because we are already in 10% of the population, hope you are following, yeah, uh, are those who are successful, yet not completely fulfilled or happy. They do make it in terms of success and money and many of their own criterias, yet they feel inside them there is room for more. And those people are usually those who give a lot, who are in the serving mode and yet who do so in a, some cautious way, if you want, of this is the only way, the way they are the hard workers, those who will not stop till they will not make it, those who step in, those who go behind and above what is possible or feasible, those who think of others more of themselves. And I can go and on of all the quality of those people. Yet, the hit is that they are not so happy. And the reason mostly they are not is that they still do whatever they do, the hard work in order to get something in return, like an outcome of money or simple to be appreciated or loved. And sometimes they may not even realize they are applying that mindset of I'm suffering today for a better tomorrow. I'm a hard worker, I'm a fighter. Or even when they realize they are doing it so because they don't see the issue with it. They don't realize how much that is exhausting them. And again, now I'm talking about this minority of population that is already successful by, own, by their own means. And they are doing better than the overwhelming majority of people. So on paper, they own all. all. They, they, they are winning at every single line of whatever they had on their paper. So you may hear this topic and you know you want to know more about these people, you can go back and listen to the previous episode, yeah? Now in this episode, I want to share maybe a last story, okay, maybe two of them, short ones, of a client of mine who is real, who realized what we have been working on. And you know, it is on the way of moving into that 1%. 
and also of my mentor, who is definitely in that 1%. And it's also my guide in terms of, of being, well-being, fulfilling of life and business. Okay, so what is happening and how within those 10% of the population who are making it out of the general population, I mean, we move to the 1% of those who are not only making it, they are also fulfilled, happy, and they have a sense of purpose. Who do we reach that or how? Who are those people and how do we reach that level? Because remember what I said from, from the three episodes ago, it does not take extraordinary people to do extraordinary things or to have an extraordinary life. Any, uh, any one of us has it. It doesn't take extra skills of capabilities of things that are out of range. It is reachable for every single one of you listening to this podcast, for every single population, for every single person in this world. It is possible. Now, let me share this example of one of my dearest clients, as I mentioned, and it's, by the way, one of the youngest I'm working with. And he is fun and smart, and we are working together for a while now, and I'm thrilled to see him making more money and living the life he wants. And yet, he has... He, he is still far behind the level of success he could have or the potential he truly has. And every now and then he will fall back into that blaming mentality, fighting, wanting to be right and things to be his way and so forth, which is um, the two episodes ago story. yeah. And every now and then he will push back and do the hard work and the results will be there and only to say, why am I doing all this? As you can see, I'm not even happy or I'm not. I'm happy, but, you know, and the answer was mostly the, the say, um, you know, who is supposed, who said it's supposed to be hard and why are you doing what you are doing for, basically when we are doing it for an outcome uh, or simply because you enjoy doing precisely what you are doing. I'm putting this key in a fast forward because it takes a little bit more than a podcast to explain it. Yet, although he knew what we are talking about and he asked, how can I stay more in that high energy? The one when I love what I do, the one I know that I can, whatever I do feels inside that it makes sense to me and is needed and it's appreciated and I just love the journey and I don't attach myself to any specific outcome. I don't longer go and you know, expect something in return for the service I, I, I bring to the people. Not even love and recognition. And the reality is that even when we have the key, because, you know, our mind is used to function in a specific way for years. So it may turn to the default thinking process very easily when we are stressed, when we are tired. So we may have the key, yet we may not remember to use it. It may not go to that by default function, except when we apply some disciplines. And maybe some days I'll, I'll, you know, I'll have a little bit more time and I'll share more about which are those disciplines. Yet to make it short, it takes that discipline of doing things every day in a different way 
and also being in the joy of what am I doing right now without any consideration of how much that will bring me in the future. It takes that discipline to being in that energy of I'm not here only to serve, I'm also here to co-create, to bring together, to give unconditionally, because that brings me joy. And we are all in this together. You see, it takes all of that in order to be more present in the moment, in, in order to love more of what am I doing and not expect that to bring something else than what it is right now in this present moment. And it takes a while to, and some discipline for that key to become your by default thinking process or thinking mode. Because the other thinking mode has been there for a very long time. This brings me to my mentor. The other day I, I asked him, how come you are so successful? I mean, honestly, everything you touch is becoming gold. And I really mean a huge amount of money. And he said, I always love what I do. I'm never after the money. I'm not afraid of losing anything. I love people. And I use my intuition and my emotion as much as my logic when I decide where to invest. I love playing and I love having fun playing. I play to win, of course, yet I know playing may imply risk. And um, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. I have no issue losing. I'm not afraid of that. I just play another hand after that. Because the joy is in the playing. The winning, it's only the bonus. Hope this helps. And it is it's as inspiring for you as it is for me. And it's pushing you to do more in finding that light inside you. To keep that discipline of doing so. That it becomes natural to you. And you do it without even thinking of it. Because that is you. Who you are. And who you are becoming right now. And by the way, reach out anytime with questions of, you know, challenges of how can I make this more useful for you? Hope all these stories are not only inspiring you, but also a way for you to take actions. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.